Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Rebecca Fisk, your psychic next door. How are you all doing tonight? I am super excited that we have a special show tonight. We're going to go 90 minutes. And my very, very wonderful and good friend and colleague, uh, Stephanie Gerard, is here with us tonight. So when you ask a question tonight, you're going to get an answer from both of us. And um, so anyway, we always have a great time doing this together. So Stephanie, thank you so much for being here tonight. I'm super excited that you're here. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you for inviting me. This is exciting. This is exciting. It is. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. super excited. Um, so for those of you who uh, are new to the show, uh, welcome, first of all. And uh, so normally what I do is I kind of do a little talk, uh, and then I do a little meditation, and then I start answering uh, your questions. So we're going to do this a little bit differently tonight. Uh, since Stephanie is here with me, uh, Stephanie's actually going to do our little meditation in a little bit. Uh, she and I are going to kind of chit-chat a little bit about some of the things that we have had going on this last week, what we've been noticing about energies and that kind of stuff. And one of the things that's super fun for me about having Stephanie here is that she is really well-versed in like numerology and theta healing and astrology and things that I am not well-versed in. So it's interesting when we read for people because we check into the same energy, but we're coming to it from different approaches. So it's, it's super cool. Um, anyway, so Stephanie, how was your week? It's been interesting, hasn't it? <laughs> Which chapter? Where do I start? Exactly. This, yeah. you know, each day has been sometimes like five, six days or five, six months. Oh, my gosh. You know, a week ago, oh, a week and a half ago, I woke up one morning and I was just doing my thing and um, preparing for the other radio show. And... I was, I just bebopped through the day and everything was quiet and, and then something registers. It's like I was off of everybody else's radar. So it was like initially like the first 24 hours, it's like, oh, this is peacefully quiet. And then the day two of this was like, okay, it's a little bit quiet, but (laughs) we were actually, I know it's like, there's quiet. And then there's quiet, and it's like, which mm-hmm. version of quiet are we addressing? So, you know, in a nutshell, there was the three-day period. It was like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and there was this intense energy going on. And so we had the 11th, the 10th, and the 9th. So I wake up in the morning of the 9th, whoa, had a great day. 10th is like it's a little quiet. 11th is like, okay, today is the new moon. But here's the thing, Um, we were, and I'm happy to say this, past tense, we were Mercury retrograde. And so everyone knows, or it's kind of common sense, you know, when we hear that phrase, it affects communications, computers, cell phones, things of that nature. And so it, it takes us around the block about three or four times before it actually registers that we may have a problem or not. So there was hiccups of various kinds, and it was kind of frustrating. And, you know, on the morning of the new moon, this was really neat. I got up and I looked out my living room window, and there was a moose just grazing, snacking on one of the birch trees out here. And the beautiful part is the thing with moose, um, moose medicine, moose medicine is, 
like, you know, we have animal medicines. They all bring their special gifts to us. So with a move, it does represent new beginnings. It represents the pioneering spirit, very magical. There's some beautiful things. So that brought me some peace. But, you know, thankfully, it's like I I think we just need to have a party on the call tonight because yesterday Mercury went direct. And I finally slept like halfway decent last night. And today's been peaceful and and productive. So we have that going on. We also are in the midst of entering the sign of Pisces. Pisces is a water sign, which means emotions. So when we look at the picture of Pisces, what we are seeing is these two fish. And it's like, oh, yin and yang. You know, I used to think that. And then it was actually in this last year that I learned from one of my astrologer friends. She said, actually, no, that those two fish don't know if they are coming or going. I'm like, oh, please don't tell me that. (laughs) Please don't tell me that. I, I'm already that way anyway, so let's not complicate this. So it's, so it's uh, kind of, sort of, you know, and it also depends on how much do you want to plug into that. This is why I like to use the word awareness. We have the awareness that this is happening, and it doesn't mean we have to be plugged in. So that's, you know. That gives us a different perspective. Because when I heard the first person, I'm like, no, where, where can I go for a month until we go into Aries? Because I don't want to live through Pisces. This is just not fun. But, but that's, you know, so when we look at the week, it's like, really? There was so, so many little minor things. Really? And yeah. the interesting part was, it wasn't necessarily negative. It was more of an inconvenience. So I didn't have a bad week. It just was like, I I like to do my patterns. I'm a human. And now I have to do what? <laughs> I, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. How, how was it for you, Rebecca? <laughs> well, it's like, yeah. well, that was only a week ago is how I feel. That was only a week ago. Um, and actually, I want to tell the listeners a couple of little things. So, so I love that the moose energy is, is so perfect for you, as, you know, because you are a pioneer woman. So, so Stephanie lives in Alaska. So for those of you who are saying a moose in the yard, because I'm on the West Coast, right, in California. Well, Stephanie's in Alaska, so of course she would have a moose in her yard. Um, and she is a pioneer woman because she just up and left and moved to Alaska, you know. So God bless her. That, that is definitely a pioneering spirit, but also the new beginnings. And so, um, well, I'll kind of announce this now that uh, actually Stephanie and I are going to continue doing this show together. Uh, and so we'll talk a little bit more about that later in, in, in the show. But um, so the new beginnings and the pioneer spirit is totally apropos for you. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been an interesting week, really interesting week. So um, mm-hmm. it, yeah, and, and again, it feels like, wow, that was only a week ago. So it was a week ago was Valentine's <laughs> Day, folks. And I don't know about for you, but I have lived, I don't know how many months in the last week is how oh, it my feels. Land. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, yes. I mean, I had a I, yeah. I mean, I had a great day. I mean, and those of you who listened to the show last week, um, you know, may have heard that that we had uh, 
a situation where somebody was having a very hard time de- dealing with anger. And, uh, you know, so, uh, again, I apologize for that because it's something that we can't foresee. And, and I know the jokes, but you're a psychic. You're supposed to be able to see all this stuff. Well, we, you know, here's the thing. We can see what we are given permission to see. We don't see anything else. And so a great example of that is I'll have people ask me about world events. Well, is this going to happen or what's going to happen with the election or, you know, those kinds of things. And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, well, how come you don't know? Uh, Because I'm not meant to know that. And it took a while when I first started doing readings, it took a while to just accept the fact that I am not meant to know everything. And one of my teachers used to say, we're not meant to know. And I was like, but why? I want to know. We are not meant to know. And if you're not meant to know, let it go because you're just going to drive yourself crazy wanting to know. And, and so I kid you not, um, <laughs> I had a lot of people say, well, did OJ do it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't get anything. I mean, I, literally I get nothing about it. And, and frankly, it's like, well, this isn't my work. This isn't what I do. Um, but anyway, so, yes, it was a very interesting week. Um, my perception of time is completely different now after being, you know, safer at home for almost a year. Uh, and so the days can seem like they're very long. Um, and part of that that's confounded into that for me is that, you know, three days a week I get up at 4.45 in the morning to go walk. So I get up before dawn, and sometimes I'm, you know, I'm typically I'm not in bed until like 10.30 at night. So it's a long day, and it does feel like, oh, wait, was that today? <laughs> so my days are like that sometimes anyway. Um, but there has been just this tremendous shift of energy for me in the last two weeks where, uh, you know, I've let go of old relationships and basically just shut the door on those because I'm, I'm honing in on my own boundaries, and which I feel good about going into Pisces because, as you know, Stephanie, I don't, I'm okay with going into the emotional stuff. <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve. Oh, and, honey, you're uh, so okay with it. You inspire me. <laughs> Well, I'll do it for you too, okay? How's that? Okay. <laughs> um, and I do that for clients sometimes. I'll be on the phone with a client and I'll start crying. And I'm like, this is, these are not my tears. These are yours. Uh, that, that, there's that whole part of, of being empathic, right? Um, but, you know, it just feels good. Like, I just feel like I'm more contained. Like, I have practiced. Um, meditating more, chanting more, praying more while we've been unsafer at home. And what's that, what, what that has done for me is it's given me an opportunity to feel more peaceful and centered in my body. And I'm much better at coming back to that when things feel a little off. And, and so one of the things that I talk about with clients is, you know, give yourself permission to acknowledge and feel the emotions when it's a safe place and a safe environment for you to do so. But just be there long enough to get the message from what the emotions are because emotions are messengers. Um, and then and allow yourself to be in it because we have to go through it. We can't ignore it. We can't push it away. We can't go around it. Um, and then once you've had an opportunity to kind of express it and let yourself be in it and, and move through it, then you can come back to center and you can grow from whatever that was trying to teach you. So I feel like I've had a really great opportunity in the last year to kind of hone in on how to bring myself back to, to center. And it doesn't take me as long to get through things. Um, and I also am much less attached to understanding. I used to always want to understand, but why was it this way? Why did it feel that way? 
And now it's like, you know, I don't have to know why anymore. I don't have to understand anymore. But I do have, as you say, the awareness. I'm learning the awareness of what is the message for me that I'm meant to know from this experience. And so I'm much more detached from any outcomes as they relate to other people. Not that I'm, you know, going to be a jerk about situations or anything, but I know so much more clearly that the only thing that I can control is myself and that I have an opportunity in every situation to decide if I'm going to respond to something or if I'm going to react. And if I feel myself reacting, my, my response now is to remove myself, let myself acknowledge the emotions, ask what the emotions are trying to teach me, and then going back and resolving whatever the situation is so that I can deal with it in a positive way. So there's been a lot of that this week, a lot of little things along those lines. Um, another thing is that we, you know, we started uh, Lent. It was Fat Tuesday on Tuesday, uh, Ash Wednesday on Wednesday. I was baptized Catholic. My spirituality now is kind of everything's part of the whole but I do like the idea of Lent as a reminder that we can reset whatever it is we need to reset. Um, another thing that I find really interesting is that almost all of the religions have something like Lent where it, you, you're either supposed to sacrifice something or they recommend a fast of some sort. And part of it was because, you know, during the seasons you had, you know, scarcity of food in the winter, right? Um, but also because it's actually beneficial for the body to, to have some kind of fast. So, um, so it's interesting to look at that, and that was something that I learned recently. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've, I've talked in the past about what are my intentions for the week and what am I doing for my wellness and what am I grateful for from last week. Uh, well, my intentions for the next 40-something days, starting with Ash Wednesday, this previous Wednesday, uh, is that I've given up white flour and sugar for this time. And, and, and the reason is because I am having the intention to give my body a reset, but also because, you know, sugar reminds us of the sweetness of life, right? Um, we can get sweetness from other things, fruits, dates, um, there are other kinds of sweeteners like monk fruit. Uh, there's honey. I do actually still have a little honey almost every day uh, because I take warm water with lemon and honey as a cleanse. Uh, but the, it's the awareness of, okay, I am allowing my body to not have to process foods that aren't most supportive for my well-being. And I know I talked recently about how it's really what you believe about it, and I absolutely have faith that that is true. However, there is still a reality about how well our body processes and digests and, and pulls nutrients out of food. And so the sugar and the white flour things can kind of, I don't want to say impede the process, but certainly if I am, I'm taking those calories in with um, more vegetables and more fruits and more proteins, um, then I'm, I'm eating more nutrient-dense foods, which means I'm probably going to have more energy. And one of the things that I notice when I start doing this every time I do it is my eyes are a little brighter um, and I do have, you know, a little bit more energy and, and I, I do get those little bags under my eyes and they kind of go away. So I'm being given feedback that this is a good thing for my body. Uh, so 
it's just a reminder. It's something for you to kind of connect to your own body, and it gives me an opportunity to do that as well. So that's really my intention around it is to be more connected. How does my body feel? Is it sluggish? Is it feeling energized? What do I need, and, and how can I support it? Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, my gosh, technology <laughs> coming out of the Mercury retrograde. Um, I'm going to mention, so one of the things that happened for Stephanie was that Stephanie's phone went on the fritz. So she had to get a new phone. And we all know how fun that is. It's one thing when we want to go and upgrade because we know to back everything up and do all of that good stuff. It's another whole thing when you have to go and just get a new phone when you didn't plan on it. So God bless you. And I'm bowing at you because that is not fun. I, you know, and, you know, in the end, uh, my ego fought with me. It's like, this is not happening. It's not happening. And after three days and over four hours um, of phone drama with the cell carrier, it was, and I still had to be hit over the head with a board in a sense because it's like, this is the reality. And so one of my very dear friends, she knows who she is. She said, Stephanie, get real. It's the age of Aquarius. It's the new moon. You need it to have a new number. You need to allow the universe to bring all things new with technology. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, you know, and this is also coming, it's not out from the mouths of babes. I've learned from her as well, but she learns a lot from me in general, and here I am. So I felt like I, was, I wasn't on the dump stool, but it was my turn to receive. And it's like, oh, okay, okay. So this is a major turning of a page, and here we are this evening, and we've made our announcement for next week, and it was that quick. And it's like, oh, okay. So sometimes we just, whether we like to or not, I'm just going with these changes. It's like, what else am I going to do at this point? But, yes, well, it, it was frustrating. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know anyone else who is resistant to change. Can you hear the sarcasm oh. in my voice? <laughs> we all love oh, our familiars. God. We love our patterns and our familiars, and we don't oh. really want to change them unless we absolutely have to, unless it's something we right. want to do, you know. It's like, hey, if you want yeah. to go get a new car, that's awesome. If you want a new phone, it's awesome. If you don't want to do either of those things and you're going to buy a car because, you know, you just lost your engine on the 405, <laughs> oh. uh, you know, it's not such a pleasant experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, the 405 is a freeway in California, by the way, for our, for our non-California uh, listeners. Um, anyway, okay, so uh, – Wow. Yes. I'm so glad you're here. This is, it's been quite a week. Um, and uh, let's see here. I just want to talk, I want to share what I'm grateful for, for this last week, <laughs> even though it felt like it was months. Um, you know, the main thing is uh, I'm really grateful for love. I know we just came out of Valentine's day, but you know, when I look at my life and how it is today and how far I've come, uh, I started last weekend, you know, I bought myself the flowers from Costco. I bought myself some chocolate, Belgium chocolate pudding from Trader Joe's that I absolutely love. One of my friends brought over a mug full of some kisses that have caramel and stuff in them. And yes, folks, I'm not eating any of that now after after Wednesday. Um, But, and then somebody else brought over a bracelet 
um, from a, an organization that is empowering women worldwide um, to, to be entrepreneurs and to provide services or products for people. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Anyway, so she got me a bracelet, and it also says love on it. And so what I realized is, you know, um, for those of us who don't have a romantic partnership, um, it really comes down to how well are you loving yourself and who do you have around you that lo- really loves you. And I am really fortunate because I have a kiddo that I absolutely adore who, you know, teenager and still wants to hug me, which is like, thank you, God. Uh, and, and then my friends, I, I mean, these are people that if I had something go on at 3 o'clock in the morning on an emergency, they would drop everything and come over and help me. And I feel so blessed. And so I always thank, you know, and, or say in my gratitudes every night that I'm grateful for my family and my friends. But, you know, really, truly what it comes down to is I'm grateful for the love that they give me and that they give me an opportunity to love them back. So I have a lot of gratitude for that. Um, so Stephanie, what's something that you're grateful for from this last week besides a new phone? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, you know, in listening to you share about your friends, there's, there are a couple of people here who are local to me and they are always on the ready. They're, they're wonderful. They're loving. They know who they are. And I, you know, I'm, I like to be really independent, yet when help is needed, they're here. One friend had spent all day at the shop last week, you know, you know, starting Monday, and I had made one call of, may I, you know, if you have time today, may I ask for your help with, you know, blank. And um, he made every effort to be here, came in, did what was needed, and it was amazing. And the other person, she does the same thing. What do you need? I'll be there. Or do you need me to say a prayer? And it's whole kinds of friendships that are so special, you know, because normally I I really try to maintain the independence, you know. I have all of that, but I I love these people dearly. And just knowing, just knowing, the smallest of things are, if, if I say anything, they're here, they're on it. And it's like, wow, that's so powerful. You know, when other chapters of life were different from this, it was one thing. And now I'm in this space and I'm so grateful for these really super special connections too. I'm also grateful for um, focusing on awareness versus getting stuck in rabbit holes. I used to be a professional rabbit holer and sometimes I still trip, but to remind myself that this is this is a moment in time. This too shall pass. Okay, and I also, I go straight into prayer. It's like, okay, all right, God, what's going on here? What am I to learn from this? And how can this help other people? Because when I, when I go through things such as the cell phone thing, it's like, well, okay. So, okay, it's inconvenient. But the long and short of it is there was still learning within that. And, and to be able to tap into that part of it and bring that awareness forward and then share it with clients who do come forth and would like to have a session, uh, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. 
so it's just remembering to be grateful for those things and and I'm grateful that I am on it more and more and more to remind myself of that because this one little experience as minute as it is does make a significant difference in somebody else's life so those are blessings yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we don't realize how much one little thing makes a big difference and you know I always go back to the analogy that you know when you throw a pebble into a lake you know, we watch the ripple go outward that we can only see a limited amount of vision, but that ripple goes all the way to the other shore, far out of our vision. So, you know, try to remember that. I I had spoken about the fact that we used to be able to smile at people and it would make people's days. And now you have to really look at the eyes because we can't see what the what the mouth looks like anymore with the masks on. So it's an exactly. interesting thing, you know, that it's that those little things become. I think that they mean even more right now with everything going on. Absolutely, and those, oh. the expression of the eyes is such a gift as well. Yeah, it really is. Mhm. Okay. Um, oh, so do you have an intention for the week? Or I, I am putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, but we'll go. I'm just going to run with this. Um, yes. <laughs> I intend to, I, I recently began journaling each morning, making this the first thing I do. And it's my personal quiet time with God to sit still, be quiet, and whatever is on my mind, doesn't matter what it is, I type it out in an empty document, and away we go. And so I am intending to not just continue this, but to I'm intending to set that quiet time regularly each and every morning to really connect first with the divine before commencing the day and to also share this with others. There we go. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All righty. Well, I'm thinking maybe we should go ahead and do our little meditation and get to some calls. What do you think? You ready? I am just as ready as we're ever going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. Um, all right. So uh, take it away with whatever you want to do for meditation today. I usually just do the three breaths, you know, one of them, or, you know, one of the three breath visualizations or the vacation visualization. So um, it's kind of a treat for everybody that they get to do something different tonight <laughs> with your meditation. <laughs> So, so take okay. it away whenever you're ready. Okay. Well, we are, tonight we're going to go with, um, it's simple yet lovely. We're going to connect via Theta Healing. So in Theta Healing, there's something that we call where we go up and out. And so rather than going through all of that, what we're going to do is more simple. We're going to visualize ourselves inside of a bubble 
and we're going to then visualize the color of pink and let this be the pink clouds because what this space really is, this is what we call the pink cloud of compassion. And this is a safe kindness. It's filled with compassion. And this bubble that we are in is outlined with the color of gold. And so if you like, you can just imagine yourself floating in this space. And what this pink cloud of compassion does, it also releases and dissolves whatever's in the way, whether it's the troubles of the day, whether it's some energetic stuff going on inside, outside the aura, doesn't matter. This is a safe place that we can be in right now. And these energies are gently being transmuted. And when these energies are transmuted, we're recycling it and sending it back up to God, back up to the divine, transmuting this to love and light. So for all the hiccups of the day, the week, the month, whatever has really presented itself as this is an energetic issue, we're asking for the divine to come in and help us to release this. And for the divine to bring in the education that it is safe for us to allow ourselves to release whatever is going on and to open our hearts and bring in the energy of love. Sometimes what happens when we have opportunity like this in meditation, even if it's just for a few minutes, sometimes we remain attached to the story of what was that really, really agitated me. And so right now, we're going to have the divine come in. We're going to have creator come in and help us to detach from that story. And we're going to release it, send it back up to be transmuted to love and light. And we are going to now reconnect with the energies of creator, the energies of God. And as this is being done, we are now being infused once again with that beautiful, pure, clean, unconditional love from the divine creator, whoever you pray to. And this is filling up all of the cells in our body, our brains, our energy centers, all of our bodies, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, all of the other bodies not named here. And we're allowing ourselves to be infused with this energy of love. And knowing that this bubble is outlined in gold, gold is very strong. Gold protects us. And on the outside of that circle of gold, we're now going to place this, the color of silver. And this is additional protection 
it is a form of extra protection, extra shielding, so that as we move through this next hour, this next day, week, month, year, that we are calling upon and intending to hold onto this very special protection. And also for the divine to let us know it's always here and available for us. So now, as we're coming up and out, we can wiggle our fingers, wiggle our toes. Remember that this is a very safe place for you to connect with whenever you need to, even if it's for 30 seconds. Imagine yourself in the pink cloud of compassion, surrounded by gold and then silver. In color alchemy, we say golden armor of silver light. The gold keeps us protected. The silver light around it is almost like a cloak of invisibility, a cloak of imperviousness, so that we can continue to navigate without those inner, with less of the energetic triggers that can sometimes set us over the edge. So anyway, let's just take a nice deep breath. Let's take an inhale in. And hold and release. Let's do this two more times. So let's take another deep breath in. And hold and release. And our final breath, our final inhale in. And hold. And release. And now we're back in our bodies and we're back in our spaces. And again, this is a tool for everyone listening. You can call upon this at any time. And even just taking the three deep breaths, that really does help to recenter your energy, bring you back to center, place yourself back in a calmer state. Here we go. Wow. wow, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's, it's very interesting for me to be on the receiving end of that. So thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. That was, cool. that was really wonderful. So, all right. Well, what do you say we get to some callers? And uh, for those of you who have sure. called in and had your call screen, uh, you probably have already talked to Garrett. But uh, hi, Garrett. So uh, do we have Hello. some callers who want to ask some questions? We've got a hi. lot of callers tonight. So um, if you've already been screened, we're going to get you on the show. If you've not been screened, when we um, have our first caller, her name is Luce, and she's going to be calling about love in just a moment. Um, I'll be bringing you on the back channel to get your name and the topic you would like to ask about. Less is more, so please don't go into the whole story. Save that for the ladies. And our first caller is Luce, and she's calling about love. Welcome to the show. Hi. Good Hi, evening. Luce. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. My name is Luce from Miami, and yes, I want to okay. know about... Um, relationships love relationships if there is anything in the horizon or, okay. or anything so, 
Okay. So first of all, I love your energy, and and I love that that you have this. um, You're enamored with love. Like you, you are such a loving person, and you're super excited about having relationships. And it's kind of like, when is this going to happen? But your energy about it is really great. Uh, So let's see here. You know, I kind of feel like what's been going on with you is you've been cleaning house. You've been letting go, and I really feel like you have kind of come back into yourself. And you've kind of looked at your old relationships and determined that, you know, it's not necessarily the person's fault that things didn't work out. Like, you've kind of reframed it. So I feel like you've spent some time doing a lot of work processing you know, either hurt feelings or angry feelings about things that haven't worked in the past and that you have a new approach to this now and that it's really more about, you know, looking at whether or not somebody's in alignment with what you really want. Um, And I do feel like you have people around you that are interested in you, but you're just not interested in them. And there's one in particular, I'm getting a T name like Tony, Tony or Tommy or, or something like that. And this person, you know, wants to give you everything and you're just not interested. So it's going to be interesting to, to see if you change your mind about this person. He has good intentions. I feel like you've had a history of people who have maybe been rather intense and you kind of like that intensity. And so the people who are more stable and consistent are not necessarily exciting for you. But I feel like you're kind of coming to a place of appreciation for all of that. So this Tony or Tommy or whatever his name is, he's not going anywhere. He, he still cares about you. Uh, and it may be that you're not even aware of him yet, but I feel like he's already around you. I'm hearing March or April. This is something very soon that you will be aware that he's actually interested in you. And, you know, I would say at least talk to him uh, because my impression is you're going to find a lot more there than what you are initially aware of. So, and I'm not saying you have to go out with him for months or anything, but, you know, go out with him for two or three times because my impression is there's a lot more there than what you actually know or think about him. And it might end up being something that's much more in alignment with what you, with what you really want. So, uh, anyway, so that's what I'm getting. I'm getting serious relationship, you know, or at least in a committed relationship, I'm hearing by August, August, September at the latest. So it is coming for you. Um, so let me turn it over to Stephanie and, and let her chime, chime in as well. <laughs> Hi, Liz. It's nice to meet you. Hi. Thank you. Likewise. All right. Thank so, you. yes, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. While Rebecca was sharing her reading, what I was seeing was a blue wheelbarrow, like navy blue color. And for you, it was like you were just trucking out two or three loads of stuff. So I can see you where you have done a lot of clearing on your own, your own self-awarenesses. What is it that I want? Um, You like the magical aspect of love. Music is super important to you. And so when you meet this person, music will be an element I'm seeing some really like bright, fun, tropical colors. I know you live in Florida. The color orange presents itself. And so we know that the color orange represents um, the sacral chakra, which is the center of our hopes, dreams, wishes. The color orange is also a sign of high intelligence. 
And so with this person that, yes, you will be meeting, this is one thing. It's sort of like when you're interested in someone, they need to be able to go into your mind and attract, you know, uh, do a petition to you, not so much to your heart, but your mind first. If the person needs to be intelligent. They need to be smart, carry a conversation. You're a deep person. You're very friendly, very flowery, very kind and all of those things. But, boy, still waters run deep with you. So this person needs to be a person of substance. This person also, there's a certain there's a certain element of intensity about this person. It's something that it both triggers you, irritates you, yet you love it because it's uh-huh. unusual for where you've been in life. For where you've been in life, you know, it's kind of like that was in, this is now, and you're like, you know what? I'm just ready to make these kinds of changes. So that's important to you. Also, the dancing is super important. The music and the dancing doesn't matter if it's a nightclub or if it's at a folk life festival outside. It doesn't matter. But this is someone that really you really want for the individual to have their own life and to be independent in their life. But yet you're you're looking for the ways that they will make room for you too. You've always been the person to accommodate. And this is one of yet another element you are seeking. The time frame I'm seeing, so late spring, early summer, you love it. It's like the flowers are out, everything's out, the energy's a lot higher. Um, the time frame I'm getting is somewhere between June and it, it goes between June and August, it's like you will certainly be well-connected with this person before the end of August. I'm seeing a very similar timeline. I do also see you September, October, November, and even December. That's kind of like your trial period because there's certain <laughs> things that you like. And so it's going to be like, okay, do they do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, yes or no? And you're going to be checking off boxes. But the thing is, this person understands you in the ways that you overlook yourself. So I, that's what I'm saying. It'll be very interesting for you because you're taking a risk to do something different for a change. That's what comes through. Wow. That's so inspiring. Thank you. I Thank you for your call. Thank you so much. Thanks, Luz, for your call. Um, Quick time to plug the websites for private readings with both Rebecca and Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie's website is whitelight.love, and Rebecca is rebeccafisk.com. Both links are included in the show page right here and available for you to click easily to schedule your own exclusive private reading whenever you want. Well, maybe not at 3 in the morning, but, you know, whenever you want. Our next caller is Keisha, <laughs> and Keisha's calling about love. Welcome to the show, Keisha. You're live with Rebecca and Stephanie. Hello. Hi, Keisha. How are you? I'm finding yourself. Oh, we're doing well. Thanks. How can we help? I would like to know about my love life. Do you see anybody new coming in? Okay. All right. Hang on just a second here. So, you know, the first thing is I want to say it's really important for you to get clear about what it is that you want in relationship because my impression is that you're kind of over it right now. Like there's there's been a lot of disappointments for you. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, the thing is try not to give up 
you know, it, and, and, you know, one of the things is we have to move through whatever the emotions are. So if you've had a lot of disappointment, you've been angry, you've been sad, you know, give yourself an opportunity to kind of look at that and, and move through it because it's on the other side of those emotions that we actually are ready to, to welcome something else into our lives. Um, one of the things that I recommend often to people is, you know, whoever these people are that you had endings with that didn't feel good to you, you know, write a letter. And you're not going to send this to them. It's to, it's to acknowledge whatever the emotions are, even if it's just disappointment. You know, it could be, dear John, I am so disappointed that this ended. I thought we had something. I'm really angry. I'm upset. You know, but give yourself an opportunity to say everything that you've wanted to say to that person. The thing that is so difficult when we end a relationship or when somebody has ended a relationship with us is that the things that we wanted to say to them, it's no longer an option. And so now we're stuck with these things we want to say that we have nobody to say them to, and we're stuck with the emotions that are behind the words we want to express. So I suggest to people writing the letters because it gives you an opportunity to actually express the emotions and, and speak what you want to speak in a safe way. And so you just write the letter and you say anything and everything. And trust me, I've had a lot of cuss words on my letters, but they're not going to anyone. <laughs> They are, unless you're seeing a therapist and you want to share it with your therapist, they're not for anyone else's eyes. They are just for you to have an opportunity to release the thoughts and emotions around this breakup. And so, you know, basically you let yourself stream of consciousness right. And then when, you know, and the intention is to access the emotion. So if you feel sad, let yourself cry. If you start getting angry, you know, I always say pick up a pillow and hit the pillows or scream in the pillows or get in the car and scream. The masks are really great for that. Nobody can see us screaming in the car now. Um, but whatever those emotions are, let yourself express them. And then when you feel like you've had a good release, like, oh, okay, I feel better. You know, or you might just feel exhausted. That was pretty much what I got to when I did mm -hmm. these letters. Um, and then when you're done, if you have a fireplace, burn it in the fireplace. If you don't have a fireplace, take it outside and tear it up and throw it away. Don't keep it for any length of time. I'm talking about like you finish, you, you're, you, know, you kind of compose yourself after the emotional release, and you immediately get rid of the letter. And as you're burning it or tearing it up, the intention is that the energy be changed into light and love for the highest good. Okay. And so, okay. you know, mm -hmm. I, I actually have um, gone through a practice where I will go back. I, I did this not long ago because I'm really kind of in this place where I really want to have that relationship in my life now. And I've reached a new level of self-love. So one of the things that I did in the last couple of months was I wrote letters to all of my former boyfriends, lovers, my ex-husband, my father, my brothers. I wrote to all of the men who have represented some form of love with the opposite sex in my life, and I wrote all of them letters. And I did it kind of all together, so it was one session. And then at the end of each one of the letters, I said, I release you forever. And the releasing forever doesn't mean I've stopped loving them, but it was releasing my attachment to what I thought it was supposed to be and giving them to God because that freed me of my attachment to them and wanting it to be something in a certain way. And it brought me into a place mm -hmm. of acceptance. And I feel like, you know, giving yourself permission to do that will bring yourself back to a new level of love for yourself, and it will actually shift the kind of people that you're drawing to you. Um, and it's, you know, again, I get you're a really strong woman. You're like, you know exactly what you want. <laughs> 
Um, you don't lead people on, but you expect and want people to be honest with you, and you're worth having that. So, it, it, you know, it's like get this energy out of the way because my impression is it's kind of blocking you from, from allowing yourself to go into that surrender and that really feminine energy that's so lovely in you. But you start kind of putting your armor on when it's like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of this, you know, and I get it. Um, but there's a, there's a very soft side to you that you don't let too many people see. So it's about embracing that part and knowing that you can trust yourself to actually attract the right partner for you. But you have to get clear about letting go of what you don't need and then decide what it is you really want in your perfect partner and don't settle because that perfect person is out there. And you'll know when you meet that person. Sometimes we have to kind of, you know, interact with them a little bit before we go, okay, the light switch is going on. This person really is like this is the right thing. I'm hearing September for you. So it's like you've got some time to really come into this self-love and release all of this other stuff. That, you know, and I actually feel like this is going to be a very quick relationship, and I do see a wedding for you if you choose to do that. But I'm hearing September, and it feels very, like, it feels very definite. There's nothing wishy-washy about this. There's nothing wishy-washy about you. So this energy is very strong. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Stephanie, did you want to add something? Well, you covered a lot of ground. (laughs) Okay, there you are. Yeah, she did. (laughs) Here's what I saw in addition to that. Um, I do see where you've been burned out. It's like, you know what, I'm over it. In fact, I'm leaving this table and I'm going to go sit at a table and the name of that table you've been at is, has been called, I am finding my peace. And so it's in a lot of different ways. You've removed yourself from that energy in a sense, not permanently, but just to step back, breathe, take in other perspectives. Um, Whatever happened previously, it, it really knocked you off your block. It knocked the wind out of you. And this is what helped to generate this thing called a reset button. So, and it's okay to be where you're at because there's a part of you that you um, stay removed from people in a sense. You stay removed from yourself in a sense, not in a negative way, but in a self-preservation way. Because the one thing that you came, your takeaway from that was, this is not me. Everything was projected. Most things were projected. So you're still separating out what's yours and what's not. Most of it was not yours. But it knocked the wind out of your sails. You're recuperating. You are recalibrating, which is beautiful. And you also are super sharp with your own innate, with your own intuition. And Mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if you decided, well, I'm going to start going back to church or continue to attend church, you know, at your convenience based upon what your soul is asking for. I don't see that you would go regularly, in, you know, like every single Sunday, but you go when your soul needs to be fed. That's what your, your soul is telling me right now. It's like when you know it's time to go, it's time to go. And it's time to allow and it's mm-hmm. time to receive. And you are very clear about, your time is valuable. The, and this is the other thing. The past experience helped you to 
to bring yourself upright again so that you could get a sense of, okay, this room is not dark. In fact, I've now turned on this light switch so that I can see, but most importantly, you're seeing what, you know, you're looking at yourself and appreciating yourself more. So the word that keeps coming in for you is value, your own self-value. So you recognize this, you're connecting with it stronger and stronger. So I really like what you're doing to help yourself here. Um, Your prayers are being heard. I'm hearing to tell this to you. Your ancestors and a grandmother specifically are coming through to remind you to pray, 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 pray for everything, anything and everything, turning it over. Yes. And ultimately, yes. So this is how you are. You're going to be, you know, there's that phrase, dumb like a fox. You're going to be laying low, staying quiet, minding your own business. And this person will come into your life. No one will see it coming, but you will already know because you've been in the process of healing. When your soul is ready, you're going to feel that other person's energy so that when you finally see them face to face, it'll be like, oh, hi, there you are. And away we go. So the time frame I'm seeing that's being shown to me, I should say, is somewhere anywhere between... It starts in April, and it goes out somewhere between April and September. And what I like about that time frame for you is that you're not going to jump too quickly. You're going to take your time, mm-hmm. remain neutral, observe, because you, you will know that you know when you know. And I know you understand that. So that's what's coming through for mm-hmm. you, Lisa. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Thank you, Keisha. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Congratulations. You too. I love her laugh, by the way. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe she'll hook him with that cute laugh. Okay. So our next call is coming from Carla. (laughs) Carla's also calling about love. Uh, Welcome to the show, Carla. You're live with Rebecca and Stephanie. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much for being here tonight. And um, oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love your show. And um, for me, it's about like, uh, when do you see love for me? Because I was liking somebody, and I'm not sure what's happening with that person. But I'm just wondering for me when it will be happening for me. Uh, okay, love. Okay, so the first thing is, you know, I want to ask you, because I feel like there's two different questions, and I kind of want to ask you what you want to focus on, because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of sadness and disappointment and and uncertainty with this other person, but it does feel like you're sad about it. Um, Yeah. So do you want to ask about that? Because, you know, my impression about all of this is that we have to move through where we are to get to go where we want to be. So what's the first name of the person? Yeah, I don't feel like that person... Yeah, I don't feel like that person is going to work out. So I want to know okay. when I'm going to receive the, when you know, the love of okay. my life. Or, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And so one of the Thank things you. that I want to suggest, as I was saying earlier to uh, to uh, lose, to, to, to let go of what's not working and to, to release that emotion around that person, um, it's yeah. really important to kind of really put that person behind you so that that energy is clear moving forward. Okay. So I'm hearing yeah. a, a next year, first of all, 2022, um, 
And, you know, the other thing that I'm getting is that you may end up actually dating a few different people, and that may be something new for you to not make yourself decide that it'll be one person at a time, but that to kind of casually date more than one. I'm hearing it might be three or four different people that you kind of get to know to decide who do you really like and what are the attributes you really want in that right partner for you. Um, and, again, I feel like that's not something that you've really done before, but that it's important that you know that you're working worth having what you want and that it's it's good to allow people to show up for you uh, to find out what it is that, that works for you. So, um, you know, that being said, again, I hear 2022. Uh, let's see here. I feel like you may start meeting people, I want to say in the fall, I'm hearing certainly by November. Um, and, you know, I want to say you may already have met one or two and you may spend some time kind of getting to know each one of these people. And then I feel like after January, uh, you'll meet another couple of people. So like I said, you may be dating three to four people. Um, but for you to, to enter into serious relationship, it's like in the spring of next year, I feel like the people who are not working out are going to fall away. And you're going to make your decision. And then it'll be just about kind of determining whether or not you're truly compatible with your lifestyles and then moving forward. So my impression about mm. all of this is that it's your timing and it's what you choose. And I, I have to remind you as well, you know, we all have free will. So when I'm reading this energy around you, this is the energy that, you know, based on the decisions you've made to this point. So moving forward, you get to change your mind if you want to, but that's the energy that's around you right now based on the decisions you've made and where you are right now and the trajectory that you're on right now. Um, you know, it's, it's, I'm reminded of, um, you know, yes, I watched Bridgerton, uh, but, you know, when we talk about the debutante balls, it's about the men coming and courting the women, and they have to impress the woman. And so yeah. it's a different position than how we're brought up. But it's like you get to do that if you want to do that. And the energy around you right now is, yeah, that might actually be a better way to go about it for you. So that's mm. the energy that I see for you so far. But, again, I'm seeing serious relationship, um, you know, within a little more than a year from now. Uh, and uh, depending on if that's what you choose. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Stephanie? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> couple of things. Um, we're going to go into the <laughs> recent astrology experience. Um, so we we just came through three and a half weeks of this interesting chaos where we were rototilled. We were turned upside down, inside out, and we had to look in the mirror and we didn't see who we wanted to see. So you've been kind of going through that process. So when we allude to the recent event of the recent experience, I just wanted to put words to that because the thing is when Mercury goes direct, it's like Mercury then steps out the front door and shakes out that rug a few more times, you know, so you maybe land on your feet, but you're like, okay, this isn't where I live though. Where did I land? And so that's what you're feeling like right now at this moment in time. Now, moving forward, what kept coming forward uh, for me, I have a family member who, you know, after having a challenging relationship situation, she departed that and then decided, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on two dates a week or three dates a week 
and it and she ticked the box each time it was a yay or a nay. There was no gray area for her. She did this for a couple three months, and then finally ended up with someone that she felt comfortable with, and now they've been married for six years. So, anyhow, point being, I I kind of see what Rebecca was talking about. It's almost like a lazy Susan, all you know of. Okay, is it this one? Is this one interesting? I do see you doing different things, though. I see you trying different interests with the intention of meeting someone or you experience a couple of dates here and there doing things you wouldn't normally do. Let's say you decide to go miniature golfing as opposed to having dinner, that, you know, you have the little twilight picnic at the beach, things like that. So you're going to... First of all, look outside of what your comfort zone is to see what is different and what can work. Um, when Rebecca talked at the beginning of the show that some information is not meant for us, with me it's names. People ask me for names. I don't have a clue because it's not for me to know. But in your situation specifically, the name of Andrew is very, very strong. So I don't know if there used to be a family member named Andrew um, I know Andrew was the name of one of the disciples that followed Jesus. So you may want to actually research that particular apostle to see what the characteristics were because there's some sort of correlation between that personality and the one that you'll be meeting in the future. There's a really great book. It's called Urantia, U-R-A-N-T-I-A. And it's kind of like a Bible, but it's not. And it brings forth very interesting information about all these different places in time, everything from the universe to Jesus and the disciples. But it's something to consider for yourself because it will bring forth other ideas. What's going to happen, what I see, you know, they talk about um, the magnetic poles of the earth shifting, where the south will soon be the north and the north will be the south. This is what's happening with you. So you're going to come back upright somewhere between November of this year, and it's not much into 2022. I'm seeing January. You're going to come to a place where, oh, I get it. I get it. And But between now and then, you will have been, quote, unquote, shopping the aisles at the grocery store of the, what you're looking for in a partnership and then the person. And um, you're going to be okay with that. So for this moment in time, it's important to give yourself permission to say, okay, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to take my time. Maybe I'll meet this person for coffee. Maybe I'll meet that person for a walk down at the waterfront, whatever the case might be. But I see you taking a different approach for you, more casual, because you're, it will teach you more about beyond what you already know right now about how to read people and how to pick up on, you know, does this feel right? Does it not feel right? And, you know, like my sister did, yay or nay. It's one or the other. So anyway, you're going to be doing things differently, but ultimately you do wind up with love. It's just that right now you're still learning about you. You're stepping into this new space called you, and you are adapting to this new set of priorities. It's like you're turning into someone that you've always wanted to be. And it's always been there in you. So you're growing and you're expanding. That's what I'm seeing for you. Thank you. The book is U-R-A-N-T-I-A? Yes, and you can go to their website right now, urantia.org, and I believe you can listen or you can see different samplings. 
anyway, the the metaphor message is it. We all, everyone is familiar with the Bible. Well, this says, okay, hi Bible, here's more information, and so that's what you're doing. But there's something about that book in particular that it's going to speak to you. It'll give you your own private aha moments, like, oh, okay, I get it, because you will, it will connect the dots within you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Sure. Thank you, Carla. Have a great night. Thank you for the call. Keep us updated. Um, we're going to shift gears. Next caller is going to be Lisa, and Lisa's calling about her job or job prospects. Lisa, you're live with uh, Stephanie and Rebecca. Go ahead, please. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm actually calling because I was sick for the last 25 years, and I'm science caught up with me. I'm getting better. I'm 62, and I want to do something with the rest of my life. I, I don't know if I have any unfulfilled things that I need to do before I leave this earth or things I'm meant to do or if I have gifts that I haven't developed. Okay. Well, thank you, Lisa. First of all, I just want to say, you know, energetically you are really young, so you have a lot of life in front of you. Okay. So the, the, the physical age doesn't, it's, it's like I would never have thought that energetically. So it is like you're this child with wide-eyed wonder looking at, well, what do I want to do? What do I want to be when I grow up? And, and so the thing is, it's about doing something that gives you joy. You're a very giving person. You just haven't had the energy to really give. And I know that you're somebody who, who wants to be of service in the world. I get that because you have this really big heart. But I also feel like you're creative. So it's not just about like going and talking to people necessarily. It's about creating something that can somehow benefit them. Um, you know, my, my first impression is um, I, I want to say either uh, clothing or I don't know if you knit or something like that. And then the next thing that comes to mind is cooking. Um, but you're very creative in this way. And there's something I, I feel like you have a relationship with food about it really making you feel comforted when other things have not been able to do that for you. Um, and I also get that you have an appreciation for food because I feel like when, you're, when your illness has been really bad, it's, it's been very difficult even with food. So um, let me go a little further into this. Um, you know, so it's, it's one of those things where I feel like uh, the energy around it is as if you're giving chicken soup to people. So I don't know if you're literally doing something like that, but it feels like that's the kind of thing that you want to do, that you want to nurture people, that you're so kind and you're so giving and you're so loving, and you really haven't had an opportunity to do much of that. So, you know, again, what comes up is connect with whatever that creativity is for you. It can be anything. Um, and... But also, you know, there's, there's another aspect of all of this for you about how I feel like you're really good at business decisions and potentially even consulting with women to kind of help them make good decisions for themselves. Uh, and that may be something that you do of service. Uh, I don't know if that's something that you do with, as career, uh, but I could see you counseling women to help them kind of do their financial planning in such a way that they'll be in good shape for themselves if they've never learned how to do that. It could also be that you're working with young adults or teenagers to kind of figure out how to step so that they can be successful in how they handle their finances. So there's a whole bunch of different things that you're really good at. 
Um, it's really about what would you like to do? What do you want to give yourself permission to do? And I always say to people, you know, give yourself permission to do something that brings you joy. My belief is that God is the one who gives us a passion to do certain things and that God wants us to go and do that thing and that God will support us in whatever that is. So, you know, that's my impression. And, um, you know, it's give yourself permission again, you know, give yourself permission to do whatever it is that you really love. Um, You will have the means and support to, to make that come to fruition for you um, once you've made that decision about what that is. Okay. okay. You're so welcome. Stephanie? Yes, beautiful. Okay, so a couple of things, of course. Um, first of all, this, this is not astrology, weather-related. This is a different energy. On Facebook, there is a woman that I follow. Her name is Linda Good McGillis. And she does Facebook Lives every now and again. And this morning, a friend of mine sent her most recent one. And the message was this. So from Thursday, this recent Thursday, to today, we have come through incredible, powerful energy. And so when you shared about your story, it doesn't surprise me that you're now on this end of it, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm here now, and what do I do? So this is part of that energy. So on the planet, with all that is going on, um, there is a calling for a, a finite number of people that will eventually be the ones who are more or less the leaders and the teachers, the healers, the helpers of the world. And this is done in a number of ways. This is not just the psychics. It's not just the healers. Um, it's, not, it's not specific to title. We bring our gifts to the world in many different ways. A good friend of mine, she is a sign language interpreter. And even though she, quote, unquote, retired five years ago, she continues to be very active with her work. And so when we look at that, what is she doing? She's bringing clarity and she's bringing truth to a certain population of people who don't have access to that or very limited access. So the reason I'm sharing this example is because with what you have come through with your health and you've, you've gained insight, science has finally caught up, you're learning new tools and such, I see you bringing that information forward. Now you're going to laugh at me when I bring up this lady, Dr. Pimple Popper. So Dr. Pimple Popper, um, that's an amazing series. And here's why. This woman is also one of the helpers on the planet. Does she, does she do gross things that some of us couldn't stomach? Yes. But here's what she does. She helps everybody. She helps those in need. There's a certain percentage of her clientele that are unable to afford services at full rates. Lots of times she will gift her healing of shifting the physical body into a place of comfort and societal acceptance and otherwise. So the knowledge that you have, you're super special with all that you have learned about yourself. And I do see you bringing that knowledge into the world. I also see you, similar to Rebecca, really appealing to the female population. You know, that that feminine energy, yes, but the physical female population specifically. So what you're doing is with all that you have learned, you're now turning around, you're now facing forward on your path. 
your path is very well lit and known to you, and you're bringing forth this information now. And so the, the key to doing this is allow it. Because when we are in alignment, these things are brought to us. It is within your authority as a spiritual being having a human experience to say, okay, bring it to me. Bring me the ideas. Bring me the people. Bring me whatever it is I need so that I may fulfill this. Yes, and like Rebecca said, whatever your passion is, do Find something that brings you joy. And I know that the fact that you're, you are here and you're upright and you're moving, that does bring you joy. But this, anyway, this is what I see. And the reason I gave the examples is we want to see you truly value you. I don't want to see you say, oh, but I only dot, dot, dot. No, no minimizing here. You have value. Remember, you're the spiritual being having the human experience, and that right there, that awareness right there, honey, you've got lots of spiritual power behind you. You've also got lots of angels, archangels, guides, and your ancestors with you too. So you're a very powerful being. I'm excited for you. Very excited. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Lisa. And we've got about 15 minutes left, and our next caller is going to be Benita, and she's calling about career and job. Benita, welcome to the show. You're live with Stephanie and Rebecca. Go ahead, please. Hi. Thank you, Gary. Hi, ladies. My name's Benita, and uh, I'm interested in um, my new job. I'm currently unemployed since December, so I've been putting out lots of resumes, Okay, so take a breath because this is really frustrating for you because you're used to being a doer. Um, so one of the things is that this is, a, I mean, I feel like before they let you go, you kind of had wondered for a while anyway. It wasn't really resonating for you. Like there's, you're, you're capable of so much more than what they were allowing you to do. So it was almost like, you know, you, you kind of had hit the growth as, as far as you could go with it there anyway. I also feel like there was a bit of energy of kind of keeping you held back, um, you know, personality stuff as well. Because um, you're really good at what you do, and you are um, you're somebody who, like, just give you a little bit of time so you can learn whatever it is they need from you. You are one of those very uh, quick-learning, adaptable people who, you know, just give me the opportunity and I'll get it in there and I'll do it. So this is a really great time for you to decide what you really want to be doing. Because I get the impression that, you know, like I feel like you're working in your chosen field, but it's not exactly what you want. And But you kind of feel like maybe you don't have enough experience with what you really want to be doing. And so this is the perfect time for you to look at what do you need to do so that you can really be doing what makes you feel like you're thriving. Like what do you have passion for? And if you weren't having that experience anymore. So, you know, give yourself permission, kind of like what we said, um, you know, to the previous caller about, you know, give yourself permission. What is it that you really love and what do you really want to be doing? I feel like there were a lot of things about what you were doing that you love, but it wasn't exactly correct. So, um, and, and the other thing is, it's like once you've decided what that is, I see that once you finally get into that position, like there's going to be a very quick trajectory up for you. Like this is really, it feels like a setback, but it's not. It's a, it's a reset so that you can take off. 
and and your your career is going to go in a much higher direction much more quickly than you have expected because of this setback. So, um, you know, again, really take this time to kind of look at what you really want to be doing and let yourself daydream about what that is. I always say to people when we're doing a reset, when I'm coaching them about what are we doing for your life, for your career, I always tell them, you know, take a few minutes and do a visualization. Imagine that money is no object. Okay, and if you could just architect your perfect day, where are you? What are you doing? What kind of money are you making? What kind of environment are you working in? What are the people like that you're working with? And really allow yourself to feel what that feels like and look at what that looks like. What are all of the senses you can bring into that visualization? And then write about that and write it as succinctly as you possibly can with as much detail as possible. Okay, because what happens is when we do that, we're actually basically placing our order with the universe. I use that analogy a lot. If we go to a restaurant and the server comes to us, they say, what would you like? And we tell them exactly what we want. I want the salmon. Uh, I'd like vegetables with a little butter on the side. I'd like the salad with the dressing on the side. And they say, okay. And they walk away and we just expect they're going to bring us exactly what we ordered. Okay, we don't follow them. We don't, you know, we just, we just allow and trust that they're going to bring to us what we want. Well, the universe works with us in the same way. And the reason that I tell people to write it down is because you know, when we have it in our mind, that's great, but when you actually write it down on paper, and I always suggest paper and a pen, um, it's like etching it in concrete for the universe. They say, oh, wow, this person's really serious about what they want. And so what happens is we're always co-creating with the universe or God or whatever you want to call that energy. So give yourself permission to really focus in on what it is that you want because you're capable and destined for more greatness than what you were being given in this last position. And I know that you know that. I also feel like you have kind of been feeling beaten down by this whole thing. But again, it's like we will be given the exact circumstances that we need to experience in order to push us to the next level of personal growth. So that's what this is all about. It's really about personal growth. You're not a quitter. You don't give up on things. So this has been, in a lot of ways, this is a gift. I know it may not feel like it right now, but, you know, my impression is six months or a year from now, you're going to be doing so well with your career. It's leaps and bounds above where you've been. Okay, and as far as job-wise, you know, my impression is I'm hearing probably starting interviews as early as April. I'm hearing that you're going to be starting a new job, I'm going to say, before the end of May, beginning of June is what I'm getting. And that sounds like it's a long time away, but it isn't really if you think about it. Like if, if you think about restructuring what your perfect days look like and then starting to put resumes out, you may also want to look at, you know, maybe a quick online class. You know, sometimes they have these really quick certificate programs. There may be some little something that you want to do to kind of hone in specifically what you want to be doing, okay? But it is coming, and it's like this is – I'm actually incredibly excited for you. This is a really exciting time. And, and like I said, I can't wait to hear back from you that your career has just taken off. It's going to be taking off. Yeah, I had a uh, job interview a couple of weeks ago for American Airlines, and I used to work with them before, and so it was great that they called me back. It's in the same field that I want to be in, human resources. So I've just basically been waiting on them to call me back regarding um update on the interview. Yeah, that may be, 
you know, if that one comes through, and again, I just want to really encourage you to get clear about what it is that you want to be doing there and whether or not that environment is going to support you to be exactly where you want to be. Um, if that mm-hmm. does come through, I'm hearing it could be as early as April, but it's a still, it's a still a question mark. So it's like, is okay. this really what you want? So anyway, Stephanie, did you want to add something to that? Um, yeah, so Rebecca covered a lot with that. And what's coming through, too, is the part of you that is very creative. Um, there's the part of you that in a perfect world, it's like, you know, if we were to ask you, Rebecca asked me this this morning, what if you had all the money in the world and they had no cares for anything, what would you do? What I see with you is you would have this wonderful, fun, eclectic, eccentric little shop that has ladies' gloves, that has beads from the 1920s and 30s, very vintage-ish. So this is presenting itself because there's an energy within you, the creativity that is asking to be tapped into. You're very good with people. You're a wonderful communicator. It wouldn't surprise me later down the road if you ended up with a gift shop of some kind. But it wouldn't be your ordinary thing. It would be like in the neat part of the central part of a downtown area and just a little tiny place, but it would be so much fun for you. Um, That's coming later down the road. What I'm hearing is actually seven or eight years. The most important thing for you at present as you're moving through all of this is to remember to be creative. And as you're sending out your resumes and applying and so forth, you know, use your imagination, tap into that childlike energy within of, wow, if I had this, I would do this. You know, let yourself get carried away. And then with that, you know, connecting with that energy, then send your resume. It will be very interesting to see what the responses are as they come back, you know. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to add that. That's what came through. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, Benita. And with about eight minutes left, we're going to um, see how many more calls we can get. But we are going to get Casey, who's calling about a friend, and uh, she wants to know if this is somebody that she should be renting a room to. So, Casey, welcome to the show. You're live with Stephanie and Rebecca. Go ahead. Hello, hello. Hi, Casey. Hi, hi. Thank you both. Hi, Are you so welcome? Know. Okay. So what is this person's first name? That's all we need. That's all I need. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no, it's kind of misconstrued. I don't have a perfect person yet. I'm looking for guidance oh, on. Um, I'm hoping there is a special person that I'm destined to meet that will be good for me and good for me to rent this room to, not just, oh, I have to weed through and maybe I'll find somebody good okay. and got to live with it kind of thing. I was hoping it would be like something destined to be or for my highest and best or anyway, any guidance about how I can find the best person and um, where they are. Is there one for me special or whatever? Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why I'm pulled up there. Sorry. That's okay. I just want to make sure that I'm clear on this, that you're looking for somebody to be a roommate only? Um, Yeah, and hopefully friend. Okay. All right. So, so here's the thing. You know, I'm, I'm a really big advocate for list writing, okay, because like I was saying earlier, when you, when you get really clear about what it is you want and you write a list, it's like placing your order with, with the universe, okay? So right. what I want you to do is it's, I, I have a list. 
Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, all right. So as far as the list, um, I want you to be very, very specific, like non-smoker, mm-hmm. sober, you know, whatever it is that's important to you. Okay. To get really clear, if you want this to become a friend, then put on the list that, that you and that other person have compatible interests. Like maybe right. if, you, if you like uh, watching movies on Netflix on the e- in the evenings and eating popcorn. Or if you like, um, you know, normally I would say going to the movies or I would say going to golf or watching sporting events or, you know, going to, to walk downtown, whatever those things are, put them down on the list. You know, that there is compatibility for you to develop a friendship and that this person, put it right on the list, that this roommate becomes a friend and more of a, just a companion and friend than just a roommate. So make sure that you set that intention in the list that you write um, and be very specific on this list. I joke around a lot. I have an ex-husband. We're good friends now. But, you know, mm-hmm. after I started dating him, I found my list for what I wanted in my perfect partner. Well, my list was two columns front and back on a legal-sized piece of paper, and I thought that was a long list. And after I started dating him, I found my list, and I went, oh, he's everything on my list. Now what do I do? Well, we're now divorced, and my new list is a novel. It's because I wasn't specific <laughs> enough. He's a great guy, but we were not compatible living companions. So now uh. I say be very specific, and the more information, the better. Because that person is out there, the kind of companion you're looking for to develop into a friendship. Okay, so just be very, very specific. I'm hearing, you know, it could be as early as next month. So, you know, if, if, if get this list together and then start putting it out there that this person is arriving very, you know, that he's coming now or she's coming now. Um, but I hear that it could be as early as next month. Okay. I've been doing okay. word of mouth. Do you see that working? You know, I'm actually, I'm feeling like it would be better for you to, to use either social media or Craigslist or something, um, you know, but just trust your gut. You know, your gut is your internal GPS, your God positioning system. You know, use your intuition about all of it. Like, should I place it on Craigslist or not? And every time somebody answers an ad, always ask yourself, how does your gut feel when you look at the name or when you hear their voice or where you see their information, always ask your gut because you're going to get information anyway. But, but my impression is um, the word of mouth thing, I feel like it's not quite a broad enough circle for that mm. person to show up. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. And I know we just have a few minutes. So Stephanie, did you want to chime in? Yes. Hi, Casey. Nice Stephanie. To see you. Nice to hear you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we've we've known each other for some time, so I'll just, you know, kind of get right to it. Um, where you've been and where you're at now, the the only thing that I could see that may crop up for you is the element of trust. So just remember to trust your gut, trust yourself, and also give yourself time, like, like let's say, you know, someone comes, you guys visit a little bit, take the time, step away for <clears throat> whether it's a couple of hours or maybe even up to 24 hours. But sit with it, call upon Nick, have Nick connect with you, and he will also help you because he's present as well. And so with his humor, with his singing, uh, <laughs> with his artistry, he will help you to choose. So this is why it's important and that's what comes through. I know, you know, 
familiar with everything. So remember to include him in your process. That's what I have mm-hmm. to say. Oh, I talk yeah. to him every day. Okay, great. Thank you. Yes, and he will he will help and bring the guidance and help direct people to you. So, yeah, but remember to take the time. Sit with it afterwards. You don't have to jump right in. Yeah, and what's working in your favor now is that Mercury is direct. So that is supporting what you're doing here. If you can wait till after the first week of March, that would be even better. So, yeah. Yep. Well, we're not That's exactly ready, but I'm thinking of, you know, I'm looking or putting feelers out. Sure. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. Have a great night. Thank, Thank you, you for Garrett. the call. And so for everybody like Jackie who wanted to call and ask questions, um, we'll ask for Jackie to call in Tuesday morning at 8 8 a.m. Pacific time or back next Sunday at 7. Uh, Rebecca and Stephanie, we've got about a minute left. All right. Well, I just want to put a plug in for Stephanie. Her website is whitelight.love. My website is rebeccafist.com. You can contact us to schedule uh, private sessions uh, or if you need coaching or healing, uh, and uh, Garrett, thank you so much for, for helping out. To, you know, we, we, we love having you here. And Stephanie, thank you so, so, so much. I love doing these shows with you. Oh, this is so much fun. I'm excited that we're going to start this together next week, and thank you, Garrett, for being here and helping direct this whole thing. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, yeah. thank you ladies. Yeah, and thank yes. you all to all of you callers. You know, we love our work, and you guys give us an opportunity to do what we love. So thank you for the privilege. Yeah. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Be loving to yourselves, and we'll see you back here next week. Take good care, everybody.